You got your coffee. I have my coffee. You have your coffee. I have got special coffee. Not, in, not that makes it sound like it's got something fun in it. It doesn't. It, it really. It's just. I wish it did, but it doesn't. We made a like way less basic version of pumpkin spice latte, but not latte, and not with that syrup. And shit. And, and not pumpkin. Yeah, no. It's it's nice spiced coffee. But it's the same spice as you use in pumpkin spice. In, in pumpkin spice. In pumpkin pie. I haven't had enough of this. I was going to say. Should we just start over? Charlie I feel like Brown. Maybe we need to just you, you feel like rewind. You feel like you're in the, the, the pumpkin patch waiting for the great pumpkin to arrive. I need more coffee. This is your anticipatory pumpkin spice coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get one thing straight. I really fucking hate pumpkin spice lattes. Well. When I went back. Yeah, when, to America, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I tried one because oh. there all the hype and i was in an airport and it was late and i'd been i had my son in a Mm -hmm. front pack and we'd been that way for i don't even know how long and i was days (laughs) i was fucking tired okay yeah and i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna break down and try this Mm -hmm. pumpkin spice latte let's do this thing and i tried it and then i threw it away Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i wasted all that money yeah someone bought me a i think at that point in time it was when they first came out and i think that that they bought me a it was like seven dollars or something for a pumpkin spice look i have no problem paying that much for a good coffee but it needs to be good and not that shit with the syrup in it Hence my point. Someone paid that amount of money for me to, because they knew how much I loved coffee and thought that I would like this. If you have to put syrups in your coffee, you don't love coffee. You don't like coffee. You like syrup. You, you, yeah, you like pumpkin pie is what you like. You like <laughs> sugar. You, 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 it, I this, love pumpkin pie, but I really don't like the latte. But, but this has, is a winner. It has nothing to do, but that has nothing to do with coffee. That mess that is foisted off. Oh, God. By Dr. Evil and his ilk is just, yeah, no. That is not. You can say Starbucks. It's not Voldemort. No, it's Dr. Evil. It's just no. (laughs) I just, no. Absolutely not. Just no. I love that your references are stuck in the late 90s. Dude, I mean, I can't help it. (laughs) I never made it very far past that. I dragged you there, kicking and screaming I, in the first place. I know. Believe me, if I'd had my way, I would have stayed in the 70s and been done with the, <laughs> Oh, I know. The good 70s, not the disco 70s, the good 70s. <laughs> not the um, ultimate free concert. That was the, still the 60s. Well, it was heading Barely. into the early 70s, yes. That, yeah. th- those were the good 70s. It's mm-hmm. it's that. Do you want to rethink that? No, the, it was. It was way better than the disco 70s. The ultimate free concert was well, the okay, good that, 70s. It was one mistake, okay? One mi- Oh my God, <laughs> mother. You can direct all of your hate mail, uh, attention, Joyce, <laughs> to yeah, that happened pod at gmail.com. <laughs> we do read them all. <laughs> Feel free to review my, my, my uh, review of the 70s. I mean, you know, They'd why not? They'd be super. We yeah. would love to hear your thoughts <laughs> well probably not but, <laughs> speaking, but... <laughs> speaking of just a reminder i'm going to try doing this at the top at the front at the beginning at the beginning yeah a very good place to start um <laughs> Doe, so, <a> deer. <laughs> sh- sh- <don't. laughs> so just a reminder where you can find us which is on stitcher spotify 
iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Podbean. And if you have found us, oh, also on um, oh, Alexa yeah. and Amazon, oh. we're there now too. Oh, um, and if you found us any of those places that have like an option to rate and review us, please, we would love that. And also share us. If we're in your ear holes right now, just hit the like little share thing and tell your friends. So that they can tell me how stupid I am about the 70s, right? Yes. <laughs> Great. Yes. Hey, you know. Absolutely. Bring it on. <laughs> Why not? Okay. Wow. With oh, that, what God. are we talking about today, Joyce? Today we are going to go to the fun, fun, fun area of creepy, creepy children. I feel like maybe like um, one of us should start singing a nursery rhyme like in a whisper, like very distantly. Well, see, what I was going with was Chucky's in love. <laughs> Chucky's in love? What? I'm desperate to know what you're talking about now. Jeez. It, oh, you wouldn't. Well, I mean, I'm sure that at some point you all in making fun of all of the, the 80s music. You must have heard the, the Chucky's in love song. I think it was uh, Ricky Lee Jones did it. How does it go? I No, I'm not even going to attempt this. But it was during the same time period that things came out like... Um, hey mickey and kind of yeah 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 okay mm -hmm. sort of but this was chucky's in love i don't it's know it. another bubble gummy sort of yeah i'm gonna have to find it but anyway it was stuck in my head when i was doing this because i visualized chucky and that was, <laughs> was the only way i could get that around that's based this based off of a true story no not not completely but it's based off of the story of robert the doll oh Robert, okay. who yeah, lives yeah, yeah, yeah. in yes. oh, I can't remember what city is somewhere in Florida or something. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I. When we were doing something about, I can't even remember. Haunt, it would have been cursed haunt, objects. You would have found. The, yeah, Robert. yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I ran across. Yes. That story, like. So Chucky. I was... don't think it's scary until I saw like a picture on Instagram or some shit about of Robert the doll, and then there were all these people like apologizing to him underneath, and I was like. <laughs> Maybe I'm more freaked out about this than I think I am. <laughs> it was like, oh, I don't want to look at him anymore. Yeah, no. It's that creepy blank face that gets yeah, me yeah, every just, time. Mm. We're not talking about Robert the doll today, though. Oh, so, no. Do you want not. me to go first or do you yeah, want to go oh, first? Yeah, oh, please. I ask this every time. I know. But I feel like there's a pattern to it. I always go first, but I still feel like I need to ask. Well, because sometimes, occasionally, you know, I, I might think that what I have to say is going to be darker than yours, but probably not. Definitely so, <laughs> so I just figure let's go with the darkness and then move into the light, happy area. Well, your <laughs> where kids... we laugh at everybody and everything. Does everyone die in yours? Well, not necessarily everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it might be darker than mine, for once. Well, no, I mean, you know, one one definite and, and some other. Yeah, it could have been <laughs> <laughs> some. Maybes. <laughs> like they RSVP'd maybe yeah. to that one. Who knows? I don't know if I got a plus one or not. You know? <laughs> Are kids invited to this? <laughs> Just to clarify. Yeah, pretty much. Is this a kid friendly? <laughs> kid friendly haunting? <laughs> kid friendly Is yours a haunting? Mine's not. Well, sort of. I don't know what you would call mine. No, go it's for it. Possession. In, in oh, oh, that's fun. Enlighten me. I'll this drink my coffee while you do this. Stories about, like, possessions, anything that has to do with, like, anything, like, 
demony. It really freaks me out. I don't, I don't love those ones. No. I like a good ghost. I like a poltergeist. The Ugh. demony thing is not my my demons. Gig. Yeah, like to be honest, they scared me. The whole idea of them, and I don't necessarily think that they're true, except the one in my front room is definitely real. But <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, creepy kids. Yes. <laughs> the Reverend Samuel Willard was well educated. He served as the president of Harvard. Uh huh. Which was then called Harvard College. Yes. In his later years, he was a well respected member of his small community of Groton? Groton, Massachusetts. I think it's Groton. Groton. I, I should think. have looked up how to say that, but I, I thought it would be way more fun to get it wrong. Yeah, no, I, I think that's it, but I... Yeah. <laughs> and he was considered to be a level-headed moderate. In his role as a member of the clergy, he was strongly opposed to the witch trials in Salem, which happened after what I'm talking about, but this is mm -hmm. just a little bit of background information. And according to Cornell University, he was an anti-trial activist. <laughs> okay. And quite possibly integral to stopping the trials altogether. Um, at the very least, he was instrumental in stopping the use of spectral evidence. Which is going to be important. Okay. Um, and look, like I'm not sure if we'll ever cover the Salem trials because there is so much to that. It wasn't mm -hmm. just a bunch of girls mm -hmm. saying goody Osborne. Osborne. I was like, what What was their name? Goody Osborne's pinching me. You know, like, mm -hmm. it wasn't just that. There was so much more to it. And, um, like, if if you want to listen to more, like, Unobscured Season 1 mm -hmm. went super deep in on Salem and was amazing. And I just don't think that I could ever talk about it in anywhere near as much detail yeah. or get it right. But go listen to Unobscured Season 1 because it is amazing. Balls. So all of this is to say that in October of 1671, Reverend Samuel Willard had a problem. Uh-oh. His household servant, Elizabeth, seemed to be possessed. Uh-huh, okay. 16-year-old Elizabeth Knapp. See, I just, <laughs> I just barely fell into the creepy kids category here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, was born on either February 21st or April 21st of 1655, depending on who you're who looking you at. Ask. Yeah. yeah. Um, to parents James and Elizabeth. <laughs> and I'm As struck <laughs> again by how often my stories have mothers and daughters with the same name, and I feel like you really missed an opportunity to call me Joyce the Third. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have done that to you. <laughs> I mean, and let's face it, you're JoJo Jr. anyway, so, yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, JoJo's my grandmother, and she is the queen of guilt trips. Mm -hmm. and, and and she will never listen to this. Yeah, and, and all of the, apparently the, the judgy gene just skipped oh, me and went she straight is to you. queen of being judgy whilst making it seem like she's doing you a favor. She's helping you. She just wants to help. She is just helping you. You know, you're a really hard person to help. <laughs> she told me once. Yes, and I was like, I don't want your help. Oh, no, no, no. But you do. You just don't know it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I get that now that no. I try to help other people. Yeah. Again, 
But at just the time, it. it skipped a generation. I was really unappreciative. Yeah, it skipped a generation. <laughs> I just, you know. Mm. So. So I'm stuck in the middle again. <laughs> stuck here in the middle with us. Mm-hmm. Ah, sorry. I almost knocked your tablet off the table. No, we need a bigger it. table. <laughs> um, oh, we Lord. need to stop recording in my child's bedroom, really, because well. it's a little bit too small for this. Well, um. Anyway. So. Um, I can't help but think how restrictive and hard the life of a 16-year-old in Puritan, Massachusetts would be, and the lengths you might go to to get some attention. Well, I mean, by 16. Or to just have a fucking break from work, because, oh my god. At at that point in time, at 16, you you should be on your way to getting married or being married and reproducing. Oh, she's probably an old old widow, no. Old maid there is the go. word I was looking yes. for. God. 18, Eventually the coffee yeah. will hit me. Yeah. And I will have my wits about me. You'll have words again. <laughs> I'll have words. I'll be able to word. You know, to word <laughs> once again. Anyway, um, you throw in a job working in the home of a young, wealthy family whose home and lifestyle is probably very different from her own. And you can see Yeah, I see where this where is. Where this going. might <laughs> go a little bit pear shaped. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, Elizabeth, Jr., (laughs) began exhibiting strange behaviors. Her movements would sometimes be very jerky and violent, a little bit like unnatural movement, Um, seemingly also not in her control. She would randomly and often at really inappropriate times, like in the middle of like a church sermon in Puritan, Massachusetts, (laughs) start giggling laughing hysterically or just shrieking okay but who of us has not <laughs> i mean <laughs> who of us hasn't just started screaming in the middle of a church or, or wanted to at least wanted to yes done it is different or giggle <laughs> giggled definitely okay. done that yeah but i don't imagine it was accepted mm. in the 1670s i'm gonna go with they probably didn't like that so on october 30th as Elizabeth sat by the fire, she began screaming that something was hurting her legs and strangling her. Uh, that night, Reverend Willard began documenting what happened. Uh, he later sent his report to the church, to the elders, and also to none other than Cotton Mather. Oh, Lord. Who, if you know anything about Salem, you know Cotton oh. Mather is involved in that, and... He liked a bit of spectral evidence. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> anyway, the next day, Halloween, yo. See, it fits. Oh, my. She was sent to the cellar to fetch something. However, she ran back up screaming and terrified, shouting that in the cellar there were two people. Others in the house searched but found nothing and no one. They assumed that she was playing a prank. Uh-huh. Elizabeth's fits continued, often becoming worse when the Reverend was around. So her fits being like the uncontrolled movement right, right. Like and that sort of thing. Sims, uh, yeah, syndrome, yeah. Sort of. yeah okay. um, she would go from weeping and sobbing to hysterical laughter, like a flip of a switch. Like she had some mad mood swings. Okay, menopause. Seriously? At 16? Well, I'm just saying. I mean, I, I, I feel this chick's pain. I mean, you know. <laughs> I can do that. She also just started sweating randomly. <laughs> just so That weird. was probably some of the fits. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you were just demon possessed. 
The demon menopause, yes. I'm going the with demon that. Demon menopause. Exactly. I'm going with that. Asked you out. Oh, from your lips. <laughs> Seriously. Um, where was I? She claimed to be strangled and attacked quite often, and her fits got worse in the evenings when she would uncontrollably convulse like she was having seizures. Once she also attempted to throw herself into the fire. Okay, yeah, now that's a little extreme. <laughs> Elizabeth was deteriorating rapidly and also becoming more and more violent in her fits. Oh. It would sometimes take between four to six grown-ass men to hold down this 16-year-old girl who was probably wearing about five layers of petticoats, dresses, and corsets. So I had a hard time moving. I was going to say, I mean, in that kind of getup, how in God's It was probably out of breath because corsets are hard to breathe yeah, in. Um, why would but you... four to six men couldn't hold her. Okay. While in this state, she cried out, Money, money, sin, and misery, misery. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, girl, I feel you. Oh, yeah. Give me money and I'll... <laughs> it's Give okay. me money, let me sin, and I'll leave you in misery. Or I'll stop your misery, I, you know? <laughs> well, one or the other. Oh, my God. Um, on November 2nd, Elizabeth shocked everyone <laughs> by uh -oh. making a confession of sorts. I... Every evening when she left her job at the Willard's home and walked back to her own home, she was met by the devil, oh. who tried to lure her into signing a covenant with him <laughs> in exchange for wealth, silks, and a leisurely life. In order to be one of the ladies who lunch, all she had to do was sign her name, but also murder her parents, Reverend Willard's children, and probably her neighbors. <laughs> but then she'd have it all. But she would look fabulous money, when, she went money, on, money. when she went on trial. <laughs> In a rich man's world. For um, what it's worth, she denied agreeing to this. <laughs> um, surprisingly for the time and place, though, her confession was met with a little bit of skepticism. Well, she should have gone to Scotland. She could have hung out with Isabel and had a really cool <laughs> goo. It would have been fabulous. She, she could, could have, have been... had a familiar with a funny name. Exactly. She could have been one of the cool chicks. <laughs> <laughs> no, the ghoul chicks. Oh. Oh, oh, see what I did there? Oh, you're so clever. I know, right? Wow, you kill me. Um, No, <laughs> because I, I'm not like Elizabeth. No, mm. she didn't kill anyone. Um, However, she continued to deteriorate, and her fits increased, and also got weirder so she began making animal noises like um <laughs> barking or uh, like mooing i guess she was looking for a, a cash cow <laughs> <laughs> um so a physician was actually called in so reverend willard instead of immediately looking for spiritual help and guidance went for the medical route, so instead which of, is unprecedented. I know, instead of going for the holy water, he actually went for a doctor? And that's what makes this so interesting, is that he went about this a really logical way and looked for an explanation before just going, it's demons. I mean, I, I, I was kind of questioning him with the, the, the reporting to Cotton Mather, but... I, oh, he was like mates with Cotton Mather, and in fact, the person who immediately preceded him as the head of Harvard College was oh. Cotton Mather's father who was called shit I've completely forgotten his name 
It's something really interesting and funny, and it will come to me later. Nylon. Nylon. <laughs> Rayon Mather. <laughs> and her, his sister, Polyester. <laughs> no. It's like, um... Okay, now I'm going to have to Google it. But anyway, whilst I'm Googling. Okay, whilst you Google, tell me, please, please pray tell what happened. <laughs> um, again, with the deterioration. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I'm Googling. Well, finish talking. <laughs> um, so he's called in the doctor. Yes. Okay. So he's called in the doctor. The doctor says that... Um, <laughs> he diagnosed her oh Cotton Mather's father's called Increase Mather just because it was really worth that whole delay god um no 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 where am I oh he actually diagnosed her with <laughs> a natural distemper arising from foulness in her stomach and corruptness in her blood occasioning fumes in her brain and strange fantasies so she was hallucinating because there was something in her bloodstream that was making her ill and because she, she had a gastric issue foul bile i suppose she probably just needed some leeches it's fine i mean honestly <laughs> I just i don't see the problem <laughs> around this time she claimed to see two people near her frequently like following her around all the time there nobody else could see them mm. Her tongue also became sometimes stuck to the roof of her mouth and nobody could dislodge it. So the way it's described is that her tongue was stuck in a semicircle to the roof of her mouth and people tried to like shove their fingers in there and pull it down and it wouldn't move. I mean, this sounds like an epileptic seizure. Right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh my. All right. Um, but things just kept getting worse for poor Lizzie. <laughs> On the night of November 28th, she had a fit, lasting a full 48 hours. After which, wow. she was catatonic until December 8th, when she, I guess, awoke and confessed that she had now given in and made a pact with the devil. But this is something she goes back and forth on quite a bit. Like, <laughs> first she's made a deal, and then she hasn't. Then it's too late for her, and then she's resisted him. Blah, blah, blah. Pick a fucking lane, there Elizabeth. There we go. Yes. Either you're in league with the devil, or you're not. But make up your goddamn mind, because everybody's sick of your shit. I'm pretty sure that's about what everybody thought. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. That, that's essentially the gist of it. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> Willard's documentation says that the month of December wasn't great for Elizabeth. <laughs> Gee, I can't figure out why. <laughs> her fits were more violent, and also she began speaking in a voice that did not belong to her. Okay. Cotton Mather, again, going back to him, wrote extensively about Elizabeth's possession in Magnalia Christi Americana. I guess it's a book he wrote. Uh -huh. um, he says, and this is a quote. Uh-oh. On Dis Sorry, I've just got to pull it up on my phone and try to read it. And the spelling is super interesting. 
I'm not going to tell you the spelling. It's just that if I hesitate, that's because I'm trying to work out what word I'm looking at. (laughs) (laughs) On December 17th, her tongue being drawn out of her mouth to an extraordinary length, a demon began manifestly to speak in her. For many words were distinctly uttered. Wherein are the labial letters? (laughs) Yeah, go on. Get the laughs out. Oh, boy. Back to cotton. Without any motion of her lips at all. Words were also uttered from her throat sometimes when her mouth was wholly shut. And sometimes words were uttered when her mouth was wide open. But no organs of speech used. I think that's used. Therein. (laughs) The chief things that the demon demon spoke were horrid railings against the godly minister of the town. (laughs) But sometimes he likewise belched out the most (laughs) nefandous blasphemies against the god of heaven. And one thing about this young woman was yet more particularly remarkable. She cried out in her fits that a certain woman in the neighborhood appeared unto her and was the only cause of her affliction. Uh-oh. So who'd she point the finger at? Oh, just some lady. Nobody took her seriously. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, th- I thought perhaps she had pointed the finger at the, the head of the household where she was working. Wouldn't it be where convenient they had all if she had done money? it to the reverend's wife yeah. so that she could then marry the reverend? Right, That's yeah. where I thought this was going yeah, when yeah, I read that. that. I, mean, that I was like, like, this bitch learned to throw her voice yeah, that she could get the young exactly. hot reverend. Yeah. But no. Uh, um, so apparently when this would happen her throat would swell up like um, like a toad like a toad or a balloon is where i was going but uh. yeah like a toad um and she could talk in a voice that wasn't her own without moving her mouth or tongue and without her vocal cords working mm-hmm. i don't know how they know that i guess you just like you know touch the throat and you can feel them vibrating it's like mongolian throat singing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um but wow. okay yeah and the voice was like distinctly not hers it was like a deep growly what? real stereotypical demon voice i mean i guess if you eat enough gravel you can I mean, you know, <laughs> smoke a few cigarettes, cigarettes before going in yeah, there to throw your voice go, go out back <sighs> some corn, yeah some corn silk cigarettes you know <laughs> Yeah, maybe. That's what she did. Um, Also, it seems like that quote that sometimes her mouth would be, like, open Uh and the voice projecting out of it, kind of like that scene in Beetlejuice. You know, the one where her face is like Uh a beak? Yeah. Um, Willard was completely convinced that this was the devil speaking through her. Um, Her breathing was sometimes stopped during these times. And other times she would attempt to speak in her own voice, but would be unable to get words out. Okay, yeah, this is definitely heading into the area of way too creepy. I know, right? This is when you rang me and I jumped. (laughs) And I was like, you scared me. Don't call me. Text like a normal person. Yeah, no, this is, yeah, no. Um, She did accuse a local woman of bewitching her while she was in the midst of one of these fits, as Cotton said. Mm -hmm. But nobody took her seriously. Oh, and when the devil supposedly spoke through her, he said things like, (laughs) like, um, so the voice is described as hollow. And he said things like calling the minister 
a great black rogue who tells the people a company of lies. And then Willard apparently answered back and said, Satan, thou art a liar and a deceiver, and God will vindicate his truth one day. And then others in the room took up the same thing, telling the devil that God had him in chains. But then the answer from her came back, For all my chains, I can knock thee in the head when I please. And I'm like, sassy? That is so sassy. Wow. So... No, Satan got him some attitude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Willard then takes a New Year's break from diarying about, <laughs> diarying about Elizabeth and starts again on January 10th of 1672. On this day, Elizabeth tells Samuel that the devil is in control of her body and she can't do anything about it. Though she's hopeful he'll go away. (laughs) That night, she has another fit, weeping and calling out for the reverend. The fit lasted a while, and then she was silent until January 15th. And that's when he stops documenting and says that he will leave the matter to others who are more judicious than he is. Okay. Um... But he does conclude saying that he believes this to be an authentic possession based on the incredible strength she had, plus the whole, like, voice thing. Yeah, the voice thing would have done me in. That that, uh-huh. that, that, that would have been when... That's, my, I would, though, that's like, the aspect of yeah, the no. whole, like, all the possession stories that really creeps me out. No. I just, ugh, I don't like unnatural movements or weird voices. Yeah, the voice would have, yeah, no, I would have noped out of there. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not even. Um, eventually, it seems that he did go away and Elizabeth recovered. And lived happily ever after. <laughs> uh-huh. Seriously. Yep. So, she married a man named Samuel Scripture. <laughs> <laughs> I should have waited till you took your drink of coffee because I'm pretty sure you just spit it out on oh, the floor. Great. <laughs> um, oh, great. And wow. had ten children. Ten. Ten whole kids. <laughs> out of her vagina. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> After number eight, I imagine she just sneezed and went, oh, there's another. I didn't even fucking know that I was pregnant. Oh, my God. Ten. Ten. Oh, Lordy. It's like the Duggars. You know. No, um, no. It's interesting to note the differences between what happened here and what happened just 20 years later in Salem with at least two of the same main players being Cotton Mather and Samuel Willard Mm -hmm. and the way that accusations for much less than what she's experiencing and what he's seeing. Went went absolutely apeshit crazy. And he's a member of the clergy and he's witnessing this and isn't you know pressing anyone or hanging them. Yeah he isn't wanting to burn people. And then 20 years later in Salem they just go fucking apeshit because they're like ow I'm itchy. She looked at me wrong. Yeah. yeah. She had evil intent. <laughs> Her family is different from my family, and I don't like it. Which is I essentially just, what Salem comes down to. It's property and church. I just... Oh, well. So... Ten kids. They wow. all lived happily ever after the end. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. I'm just going to get some more coffee while you start talking. There's not very much in there. Did you do it again? 
I didn't. Am I about I, to? I think I left you a little bit. Oh my God, Mother! Dude, Jesus! I mean, I can't help it. It feels like there's a bit. Okay, well, try and pour some. There might not be. See how you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got you got at least. No, I didn't. I got like a teaspoon. Well, it's more than I thought was in there. God, <laughs> I really thought that it was about bone dry, but okay. You know, sometimes I don't like you very much. I'm sure, but I make good coffee. I made the coffee. I helped. <laughs> it's shake and bake. It's shake, exactly. It's the shake and bake of coffee. But I helped. Oh my god. Nobody okay. who wasn't around in like the late eighties, <laughs> early nineties gets that. Yeah, pretty much. I was obsessed with that commercial <laughs> when I was a kid. Oh god. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, mine's easy. Mine is and and it's not as horrible as yours. Okay. Mine wasn't horrible. She lived. She did live happily. She didn't kill anyone or their kids or her neighbors. This is true. She was fine. Everything was fine. <laughs> it was all good. It's fine. Good. Fine. Uh. Stop it. <laughs> Honestly. Don't do it. <laughs> okay. So. Anyone who wants to know about my spare room demon, <laughs> flick us an email. I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to introduce you to the Radiant Boys. Is that like the radium girls? Do they glow? Yeah. <gasps> Pretty much, yeah. Are they radiated? Mm, not necessarily. Oh. <laughs> so they, they're Are they just, radiant like they, Wilbur? They're, the pig? <laughs> no, they're not that not the good not in a good way. Oh, okay. Um anyway, you'll have to, to dig up the, the photos of that they have or the reproductions of these apparitions. You'll have to yeah, they're really <laughs> Really creepy. I mean, they're glowing and yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. So the stories of these freaky little guys began, by all accounts, in Germany, where they're Classic. they were known as I'm gonna screw this. I'm sure, but Kindermorderin, dead kids, pretty much. Yes, exactly. Um, and I, of course, so when, of course, when I read that, all I could think about was a Kinder surprise. <laughs> Crack one open. It's just the worst kind of kid. You probably won't get a very good toy. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, you evil child. Take what's left of my coffee. It's all right. I know where your demon lives. Uh, (laughs) You're not going to do anything about it. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So anyway, the, the lore of these dead children moved <laughs> with the German immigrants into Cumberland and Northumberland of England. Okay. Okay. So the Radiant Boys are said to be the ghosts of children who were murdered by their mothers, which could have happened to you ever that. Um, could have happened to me. You just drank all my coffee. Oh, no, but didn't. I'm not a child anymore. And I no. didn't drink all the coffee. You Unlike did, you, you left, I left some. You did. Thank you. Um, so anyway, the theory is that they were murdered by their mothers. Or there's also a theory that they're the spares, kind of like, <laughs> like, like they're the Prince Harrys. They're the Prince Harrys, exactly. Sorry, That's exactly it. yes. <laughs> uh, but that they were killed uh, and and cheated to be cheated out of their inheritance. 
or their rightful place in these wealthy families. So would it have been the elder sibling that would have killed them? uh, Apparently it was the the mothers that got rid of the spares because they wanted to make sure that... So fucking dark. Yes. I hate it. Uh, (laughs) So either way, um, they're they're seen as portents of really bad luck and more than likely death. (laughs) So, So the reason that they're called radiant glad you asked uh, i did is, i know is that they appear as young boys bathed in a supernatural glow um, the light can be a variety of colors one <gasps> of the one of their favorite places to appear is in a fireplace Ooh. Uh, but the theory is that that's because a lot of the spares that were kid killed their bodies were hidden in the walls of the fireplaces you know oh i so, hate it yeah i well, hate it you know so yeah, and it's 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 really they're they're not nice. They're you all, should have gone first. This is such a downer. They're all around twelve years old or twelve and under is, is when they appear. Ugh. So yeah, well you know it really could have been me. I was a little shit at twelve. <laughs> so I found three recorded accounts of of sightings of these and appearances of these radiant boys. Yes. Okay, so one of the best recorded is from Corby Castle in Cumbria. Where the rec- rector of Greystoke, I know. I ever, the rectum I, of Greystoke. Rectum, I know, and I had to actually underline here, don't say rectum. Did you say that? <laughs> did, oh, my God. I wrote it down so that I wouldn't. And yet I did. Oh, God, it's a gift. What um, did the rectum say? <laughs> of Greystoke, mind you. Of Greystoke. Yes. Greystoke? No. Stroking, Stoke. Stroking Grey? No, no, no. He's Greystoke, as in Tarzan. What? Uh, the Tarzan was yeah. supposed to have been Lord Greystoke. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, okay, I, I'm pretty sure that was his name. Anyway, he and his wife spend the night in. Uh, oh, let me get the name of the place where they were staying here. Uh, it's Corby Castle, and so they're spending the night there. And the, now this reverend or this rector actually writes down that soon after we went to bed, we fell asleep. It might between been between one and two in the morning when I awoke. I observed that the, t- the fire was totally extinguished, but although that was the case and we had no light, I saw a glimmer in the center of the room, which suddenly increased to a bright flame. Nope. <laughs> exactly. I looked out, apprehending that something had caught fire, when to my amazement I beheld a beautiful boy clothed in white with bright locks resembling gold standing by my bedside. Absolutely not. <laughs> In which position he remained some minutes, fixing his eyes on me with a, with a mild and benevolent expression. No. He then glided gently towards the side of the chimney, where it is obvious there is no possible egress, and entirely disappeared. I found myself again in total darkness, and all remained quiet until the usual hour of rising. I declare this to be a true account of what I saw at Corby Castle, upon my word as a clergyman. absolutely not he and his wife nope the fuck on out of there so fast the next morning it's the only thing he's done right this whole time (laughs) that his carriage took out a piece of the fencing around the flower (laughs) garden it's like jeeves i do not just get us out of here we're gone and i was like Okay, that's brilliant. I like it. You tore out a fence on your way because, I mean, okay, why you continue good. to sleep there is beyond me. I would have gotten up and done it in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> but, no. Okay. 
better man than me. If I wake up and find my own actual child, whom I love and adore, yes, standing next to my bed, I <laughs> am creeped out and have a hard time sleeping. Right. Can you imagine? Seeing some random ass glowing child mm-hmm. appear in your room. They're not staring at you benevolently. He's no. trying to work out how best to eat you. Okay? <laughs> yes, exactly. That that would be no. the, that that would be what what you think and how you react. Yes. Oh God. So the it second would be like, oh, he just disappeared. I'll go back to sleep until the morning, and then I'll run and out. And then of I'll go. No, wake everyone up and get the <laughs> fuck out now. Yes, Franklin. I know Franklin, but no. <laughs> so the second one comes from Chillingham Castle. From what? Chillingham Castle, okay. where the pink room. Is, oh, yeah, sounds pretty. Is supposed to be haunted by the blue boy. <laughs> Supposed, Gender stereotypes. Yeah, supposedly blue. There, there, there are blue flames that emanate from this pink room, <laughs> followed by loud wails and cries and sobs. Ooh. Yeah, nobody knows what or why. Uh, if there was some kid that was supposed to have been often buried in there no one knows oh yeah it's just yeah creepy creepy super gross but the third and most spectacular of these three (laughs) is the story of the marquis of londonderry um also known as the viscount of casterly okay um his name was captain robert stewart who saw the the goblin child of <laughs> Belshaney <laughs> while serving in Ireland. <laughs> and all I could think was the hobgoblin. That <laughs> the goblin child of who? Belshaney. Belshaney. Okay. Yeah. He, he was, it was the Belshaney's he, crotch goblin. Yeah, pretty much. While he was serving in Ireland, he apparently ran across this This, this goblin, goblin child. This goblin That's child. That's so sad. Yeah. Oh. So... <laughs> Poor kid. Yeah. So apparently it happened one night when he was in the barracks and uh, while he was doing his military duty. Um, oh, and it, and So he writes all this down and he recounts all of this to the Duke of Wellington and to um, Walter Scott and... Sir Walter Scott. Yes, Sir Walter. Sorry. Sir Walter. Um, Ivan fame, as you informed me Yes, exactly. Before. <laughs> oh god so anyway so wellington tells casterly to to tell sir walter scott the uh, what had happened when he was in ireland so he sounds like a real weird game of telephone yeah, exactly so <laughs> so he he tells it apparently without hesitation and if he believed it implicitly and he says <laughs> that it was one night in the barracks and the face brightened gradually out of the fireplace again and approached him Lord Casterly stepped forward to it and receded again, and it faded into the same place that it had as it had approached him. So, I the the theory is that when he saw that the the radiant child, the hobgoblin, um, it was supposed to have brought him luck initially, and then certain doom and death. Oh, that's not fun. No, that was not fun. Um, so remember, I told you these little bastards were supposed to signal death, and yeah. So yeah, I right. was going to ask about that with the first couple. Yeah, no one knows what happened with the. I mean, I guess they noped the fuck out quickly enough to where it didn't take hold. I don't know. Okay. But it took a few years. I mean, they died eventually. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. Maybe we can blame it on them. Yeah. Why not? 
Um, it took a few years, but the story goes that the captain began to go mad, um, <laughs> swearing that he was uh, haunted and cursed. And toward the end of his life, um, he was basically under a doctor's supervision, um, house arrest in his own home. Oh. All the knives and pistols were removed from his room. Oh, my God. But he still <laughs> managed to slit his own throat with a pen knife. Apparently, he had a knife secreted somewhere on his body or in his room, but he that slit his own throat. It's horrific. So, <laughs> the more rational people thought that it, he had killed himself and he had, because he'd developed syphilis. Yeah, well, that would be. And, and lost the plot. Logic. Yeah. Um, because he started confessing to anyone and everyone <laughs> who would listen to him about his many sins over the years. <laughs> Excellent. Did and he also make a pact with the devil? I, no, he, that was the one thing he didn't do. But okay. apparently he did everyone and everything else. And by everyone, I mean everyone. <laughs> Excellent. But he finally Is did. Is there detail? Did they? Oh, there's supposition galore about yes. what Are he... you going to tell us? No. Oh. <laughs> but finally, they thought he might have done himself in over his guilt. But, uh, you know, no one really knows. I mean, us true believers, it, it's... It was, the ra- it was the radiant child. I'm a door number two on this one. Okay. I was, was about to say, us true believers from Miss Skeptic over here. Absolutely. It was it's a, a Halloween miracle. It was the radiant goblin boy what did him in. <laughs> Convinced <laughs> oh of God. it. Must have been. <laughs> well, I mean, normally you do nor- door number two with such belief and... and gusto i thought i absolutely would, i'm I, glad to see you on board thought i would jump door on number two for the win i thought i would jump on the door number two train yep i don't like it i'm getting off <laughs> <laughs> you'll love it here one of us one of us or not oh my god oh so we're finished with creepy children Yes. Yay. And next week we'll have a Halloween extravaganza. Oh, the spooktacular. I yes. don't know that it's going to be an actual extravaganza. Well, Or spooktacular. Not. But, but it'll, be, it'll be us. <laughs> I mean, there'll be coffee. There'll be coffee. Exactly. That's one thing that doesn't change often. <laughs> no. Definitely not. No, that that's a standard. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, my God. So... We're going to do the thing again at the end. Okay. Just in case any of you forgot where you can find us. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> By the way, we're like, thank you to everyone who's listened because loving that. Yeah, it's it's a real shocker when I look at that number. Yeah, I'm surprised anyone listens. And I know for sure that it's not us doing it this many times. No, no, not no. that is one thing that's for sure yep yeah oh lordy so um if you want to listen to us some more you can find us on stitcher spotify itunes google podcasts or podbean or also amazon music or alexa okay um and again a reminder to rate and review and share and subscribe and do all the stuff (laughs) <laughs> and if you want you can email my mother your hate mail on uh, yeah that happened pod at gmail.com but we'd also love to just hear from you in general 
Especially if you like want to share something. Oh. Um, you can also find us at Instagram at uh, Yeah That Happened Pod. Twitter at YTH Podcast. Facebook at Yeah That Happened. Yeah, boy, you did it. I know, and I didn't even mess it up too much this time. It's a Halloween miracle. <laughs> Words miracle. Okay, that too. A miracle. Well, you miracle. <laughs> Which could have happened. You drank all my coffee. I, I mean, didn't. Dr- I left you coffee. You drank all of it. I want to go with more coffee. I'm done. Okay. Wow. I'm over it. I might go have a wine. Okay. Well, you go have a wine. Well, actually, that sounds even better. I think I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I think I'll coffee do- to wine. I made that, jumped on that train real quick, didn't you I? You <laughs> did. So, oh, I guess thanks for, for listening to all, all the, the worthless, worthless shit we know. know. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.